Adults in China are finding work as full-time children. An American woman is arrested in Dubai for screaming. And a couple is launching a hunger strike to protest the pickleball noises. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in a hot-ass closet. Let's get to it. Facing job scarcity, adults are finding full-time work as children. The story is out of China. Six months ago, Jia Zhang was running her own small business, but it was hit very hard by the pandemic, generating meager profits, so she had to abandon her efforts. After a thorough consideration, she decided to ditch the business. She was struggling to balance work and caring for her parents and her children, but now she can do so with her new job, working for her parents full-time. Doing what, you're wondering? Well, it says here, just being their daughter. So she's charging her parents to be their daughter, it sounds like. Let's keep reading. I don't want to make fun of it quite yet. This is a different culture. In exchange, they pay her 8,000 won, which is $1,115 per month, which is about the average salary in China. What does she do, you're wondering? Well, she says, my job is to spend time with my folks. For example... I'll take them to the grocery stores. I'll do some household chores. Also, if my parents want to go out, I would make plans in advance, take them to various stores or dancing or to the water park or the zoo or wherever they want to go. Uh, Lately, they've been into laser tag, so I take them there. Just kidding. All right. In recent months, the hashtag full-time daughter and full-time son, these have been trending on Chinese social media platforms, attracting millions of views. They refer to adult children who, because of unemployment, are hired by their parents mainly to be children, to do the housework for them, to be on hand whenever needed, to spend time with them. Got to be honest, at first glance, this sounds like a pretty good gig. I would like to be paid to be a full-time son. Sounds easy. Just do some chores. Take them out to wherever chilies <laughs> wherever they want to go go to dunkin donuts can you take me to dunkins i want a large regular extra cream extra sugar uh, and obviously if the parents are enjoying this and getting something out of it which at the end of their days it's probably a pretty good deal for them it's hard to get your children to hang out with you when you're an elderly individual i'd imagine Your children have a life of their own. They have children of their own, typically a career, and probably don't even visit you as much as they previously did in life. And so sounds like a win-win for everybody involved. Even the children get to spend time with the grandparents, get to know them. That's lovely as well. Now, there's some economic and social forces that are creating this situation in China. says here, youth unemployment has become a very serious challenge in China the world's second largest economy, especially after three years of zero COVID restrictions, which weighed heavily on the growth of the economy. The jobless jobless rate currently among people ages 16 to 24 is 21.3%. Similar figures have been reported in other countries like Italy and Sweden, while in Spain and Greece, these numbers are even higher. In the U.S., the unemployment rate for youth was 7.5% in June. Many full-time children in China, including Zhang, have been posting about their experiences online. They have formed a group of more than 4,000 adult children. Uh, 
the, the site is called Dubon. It's sort of like IMDB. It allows people to form communities, sort of like Facebook groups, to discuss being full-time children. One 37-year-old full-time daughter wrote in the group, I like cooking, and I cook lunch and dinner from Monday to Friday for my parents. My parents give me money without interfering with my life. I am extremely happy every single day. All of this hasn't come with a little bit of backlash for these full-time children like Zhang, who says she has received unfriendly comments from acquaintances and even people online who accuse her of, quote, chewing the old, chewing the old, which is a Chinese slang term for young people who depend solely on their parents in order to make a living. She said her relatives would even criticize her in person for being lazy and mooching off her parents' money. It says here, some of the full-time children consider this only a short-term arrangement rather than a career path. Zhang said that she might remain a full-time child for a while because both she and her parents are quite happy with how it's working out. Though she is open to other opportunities, she re rejected the idea, though, that she is, quote, chewing the old, saying that she actually worked for her parents and contributed to the family. Here's a quote from her. Since I became a full-time daughter, everyone, including my parents, is so much happier than before. I didn't have enough time to accompany my parents previously, but now I do, and I cherish every moment with them. It's a blessing for us all. Well, it sounds like she's enjoying being a full-time daughter. I, I, I would enjoy being a full-time daughter as well. I think I'd be pretty good at that. Um... And hopefully she's able to still have a, a life. Uh, she sounds like a single woman. I'm sure she can go out in the evening. You know, at that age, parents are usually in bed by about 7.30, so you can go out at night and have your life still. Uh, and, you know, this, this isn't out of the ordinary. In the U.S., a lot of adults are moving back home or have been moving back home with their parents and not even getting paid to do so. so um, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Is this a situation where you think these full-time children are chewing the old, as they say, taking advantage of their elderly parents? Call the show, 646-450-2012. An American woman is arrested in Dubai for screaming in public. Dubai is increasingly a vacation destination for a number of Houston women. Now, one of them is trying to get back to the States, but we're told that her passport has been confiscated because her mother says she's been charged with a crime. That crime, according to her, her mother, is screaming in public. The mother breaks down what happened. Uh, her daughter's name is Tierra Young Allen. Apparently she was a passenger in a friend's rental car, and they got into a car accident in Dubai when the daughter went to the rental car car company to retrieve her identification, credit card, and personal items left in the rental, it did not go well. Turns out she found she could only receive these personal items if she paid an un undisclosed amount of money to the dealership. Uh, she says that the individual uh, who was a young man that she dealt with at the rental place screamed at her, and the 29-year-old ultimately yelled back, resulting in a charge for screaming in Dubai. We have a quote from a community activist named Quanell who says, that woman is in jail for one reason and one reason alone. She raised her voice. In that country, a female is not allowed to raise her voice. If she raises her voice, it's actually punishable by jail time.
The United Arab Emirates have a very strict law system. You should know. It's really based on theocracy. Laws and customs are quite different, so be aware of your actions. You have to ensure that you don't offend when you're over there on vacation. Now, the update of this is that the 29-year-old Houston woman has an attorney in Dubai. She's been told, though, that she could be sentenced to some jail time because there is actually surveillance video of her screaming. Well, there's video. Do you have audio? You need audio if it's a scream. Otherwise, it just looks... It could be a woman yawning, and your lawyer could make that case. My client was yawning for well, a lot of yawns for a very long time. She was yawning. I don't think this is going to work, and I think this woman is going to do jail time, and it's very sad. I don't understand why you'd want to be over there. I'm amazed that women want to go to such an oppressive place. I mean, it's like oppressive spring break over there. <laughs> welcome to Dubai. No screaming, ladies. Enjoy your trip. I mean, come on, man. It's like, uh, welcome to our misogynistic, religious, fundamentalist theocracy. Have fun, everyone. Enjoy. I mean, and you can easily Google before you go to such a place, you know, what do they beat the locals for? Oh, looks like they beat the women if they just wear a bikini. <laughs> Not going there. All right, I just Googled why are women from Houston visiting Dubai because the article says it's become a popular destination for Houston women, but it doesn't say why. And I can't find anything. So if you guys know anything about why women from Texas seem to want to go to Dubai, I don't know why any woman would want to go there, to be honest with you. Anyways, you got my email, funnyjones at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. A couple is launching a hunger strike to protest pickleball. A British Columbia couple is fed up with the noise from a nearby pickleball court. You know, those things can be really loud, guys. I mean, really, it's constant. I mean, wouldn't that drive you bananas? This couple's going to stage a protest, and it's a, it's a very high-level protest. They're going to stage a hunger strike. A hunger strike over... <laughs> They're going to do the hunger strike, they say, until the city of Chilliwack decommissions the pickleball courts. The name of this couple is Rajanish and Harpreet Dewan. They are staunch followers of Mahatma Gandhi. They've decided to follow the path shown by him in order to deal with what they're calling systemic injustice. Rajanish is quoted as saying, We would prefer death over continuing to live the life of second-class citizens that we have been reduced to due to the callous and discriminatory attitude of the city. Wow, they, I mean, taking it very personally as though the city created the pickleball court to purposely annoy this couple. I highly doubt that's what's going on. Pickleball courts are springing up everywhere, guys. In case you're not aware, it's become an extremely popular sport as we've come out of the pandemic. 
A lot of people are playing them. A lot of courts are emerging. A lot of tennis courts are being converted into pickleball courts. It's supremely popular. You can't stop it. it says here the Dewan family bought a home on the street in 2017. At that time, there were no pickleball courts, and they considered it a plus to hear the sounds of the lovely adjacent park. Rajneesh says, I drew creative energy from activities going on in the park, which included watching people play tennis, children enjoying the slides and the swings, people taking a stroll or walking their dogs, and youths enjoying late-night parties. Okay, the late-night parties didn't bother you, but the... That bothers you? <laughs> children sliding down slides and screaming at the top of their lungs with joy. I've heard children in playgrounds. It's loud. It's a hell of a lot louder than pickleball, sir. And certainly late night parties are more annoying than pickleball during the day. I don't know. I think this guy is just being a Karen. He says the pickleball courts were added in 2019 and they resurfaced in 2021 and that the sound of plastic balls hitting plastic paddles have become simply unbearable. It says here, other municipalities. God, man, I hate that word. Why are we using this word anymore? Municipalities, really? <laughs> okay. I live in this municipality. Where, what municipality do you live in? It says they've dealt with the pickleball problem in other places, such as Port Moody which says that any court within 350 feet of residential properties usually requires noise abatement. Here's uh, Port Moody City Council says, we're sensitive to these types of sounds because they alert us to events occurring nearby that we may need to respond to. Continuous false alarms, such as the popping sound created by pickleball paddle impacts, make it difficult to relax, concentrate, or sleep soundly. We understand. So they have a noise abatement. Rajneesh says he's communicated with the city several times since his first complaint. Each time he said someone expresses sympathy and he hears that action will be taken to decommission the courts and repurpose the space for other sports such as field hockey. Because yeah, that's quiet, too. I mean, <laughs> are we aware that m almost all sports make a noise? Is there any sports, sports that does not make a noise? Basketball. Squeak, squeak, squeak. That makes a noise. Tennis makes a noise. He says he misses the time that it was a tennis court. Tennis is also noisy, equally noisy. Squeaking of shoes. <laughs> that ball, there's an impact between a ball and a racket. It's a noise. It's a thump. It's loud. I don't know if it's as loud as a pickleball racket, but, you know, these things are loud. This fellow moved next to a park, no matter how you're going to slice it. Everybody knows when you live near a park, you deal with noise, whether it's tennis noise, children at the playground, pickleball, handball, whatever it might be, basketball. You chose to live near a park. You bought a house near a park. This is on you, bro. It's on you. Am I out of line here? <laughs> Call the show. Oh, and I forgot to address how dumb it is to do a hunger strike. That's just dumb. It's a dumb protest. You're silly. You could die because you're arbitrarily disapproving of a noise from a park. Yep. Hunger strike. Really? We're doing that? I have nothing clever to say about the hunger strike. I just find it to be an odd <laughs> protest. Yay! And I'm back in the closet again. I'm back. I'm back in Los Angeles in the hot closet, guys. It's a lot hotter than when I left, I have to tell you. I don't have a thermometer in here, but it's probably like 127 degrees. I'm naked. Recording naked. Just imagine. Scandalous, Jonesy. <laughs> 
It's embarrassing enough you're recording in a closet now. You're naked, not wearing any clothing. What is this? Anyways, I want to give thanks and praise to Josh G from Vegas. Josh G's an old school OG, longtime supporter and listener of Weird AF News. And he bought me coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com. That's a place you can go if you would like to support the show. How do we support the show? How do we do that? I'm glad you asked. You can buy me coffee. Simple. Simple spending my money on uh, cold brew these days because it's it's too damn hot for hot coffee. You can also join the Patreon off my website, weirdafnews.com, if you would like to do that. It's pretty cool. That's like buying Jonesy a coffee every single month. Anyways, back to what Joshy did. Josh from Vegas bought me many coffees off my website and wrote a note. And it says, just saying, love you, man. Have some coffee and stay safe. Isn't that nice? Very short and sweet. Yeah, you can write a message when you buy me coffee. You can write something nice or you can write something mean. You can make fun of me. You can ask me a question if you buy me a coffee. Ask me a question. I'll answer it on the show. I like to do stuff like that. That seems fun. If you'd like to support the show but you don't have any ducats, you can do so by referring it to a friend. Um, that would be very, very lovely. Um, we live in a, in a time where a lot of people are listening to podcasts and they may ask you for a recommendation and then there's your moment. There's your chance to recommend Weird AF News. Now, I'm not for everybody, but if you have some friends that are completely debilitated and depressed from mainstream news, then maybe this news will be good for them. Maybe it'll buck them up a little bit. Anyways, uh, I left the phone number and the email in, the, in, in some of the segments, so I won't bother you with that again. I will say if you'd like to, to follow me on social media, at Funny Jones on Instagram, I have some shows this week. Uh, Lomita, California tonight. Burbank tomorrow. Uh, Hollywood on Friday. No, Hollywood Saturday, Burbank Friday. So two Burbanks, a Lomita, which I'm not even sure where that is. I have to look that up. <laughs> I know I'm driving there. That's all I know. Anyways, I got shows around town is what I'm saying. So follow me on the gram at Funny Jones if you'd like to come on out. I'd love to meet listeners. I met a couple up in the Bay over the weekend, so that was pretty fun. Anyways, I love you very much. We'll do this again tomorrow, okay? Stick around. And good luck with your life, man.